Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. Who is this visitor? We get to know a bit of this visitor from the Bible. Matthew describes the visitor as soon as he opens the writing of the book that also bears his name. And he submitted to us 77 names, spanning 42 generations. And Matthew was careful to do a few things. One, Matthew let us know that this visitor had a royal background. He opened his genealogy from the first chapter by saying, he is the Messiah, the son of David, the son of David. Now, Luke also confirmed his royalty from what the angel said to Mary in Luke chapter 1 and verse 32 and 33. He said he will be great and he will be called the son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. Of his kingdom, there will never be an end. When we go to Psalm 89 and verse 29, the Bible says, I will establish his line forever, his throne as long as the heavens endure. Remember that King David did not have his throne forever physically. He died. In fact, in the book of Acts, when Peter was preaching, he said David was just a man and he died and his grave is among us now. So that prophetic word was a messianic word to show that the kingdom of the visitor, who is Jesus Christ, is going to be forever after the kind of David. So one, the visitor had royalty. Mary, in singing her praise in Luke chapter 1 and verse 69, also agreed with what the angel told her and the prophetic word in Psalm 89 and verse 29 that the son she was to give birth to was from a royal lineage. That is the first thing. The visitor, Christ Jesus, was a royal from a royal line, humanly speaking, but also spiritually it is to denote or show his kingship as the king of kings and the lord of lords. He is the head of all things in heaven and on earth, visible or invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. So his royalty that Matthew took time to list from David's line is to show us that we need not be afraid. 
of whatever principalities and powers of darkness are ruling against us because the king of kings has come to deliver us from their captivity and set us free and rule as king over our lives and when jesus christ rules in our lives it is freedom that he brings to us we get enslaved to be free he enslaves us to free us to walk in his freedom that is what jesus christ comes to do so number one matthew describes this visitor as one from the royal line of david then the second thing matthew points out about our visitor who now we know as jesus from the reading in matthew chapter one is that he came to fulfill the covenant that was made to abraham in its truest form as god has said in genesis chapter 12 verse 1 to 3 to abraham leave your father's household to a country that i will show you and i will bless you and you will be a blessing anyone who blesses you shall be blessed and anyone who curses you i will curse that was the first time god made a promise to abraham then in genesis chapter 15 and specifically the verse 18 god again made another covenant with abraham and said to him to your descendants i will give this land from the wadi of the euphrates and on and on god went then in genesis chapter 17 there was still another covenant but its truest fulfillment is in christ jesus as we can see in the book of galatians the promises god made to abraham were still good at the time of the christ but they found their fulfillment only in christ jesus because paul tells us in galatians chapter 3 from verse 15 brothers let me take an example from everyday life just as no one can set aside or add to a human covenant that has been duly established a covenant is a firm agreement to do something between two people you do this and i do that the covenant between abraham and god was witnessed by god himself and sealed by god and god we know is not a man that he should lie if human promises and agreements cannot be broken lightly as the bible says we cannot just set them aside then how much more the promises of god the promises were spoken to abraham and to his seed when god was making the covenant with abraham he was making an indirect covenant concerning jesus christ and so at the birth of jesus christ that covenant was fulfilled all of us therefore who come to faith in christ jesus then enters into the covenant of god by faith and have the right to the promises in that covenant the bible says the promises were spoken to abraham and to his seed scripture does not say to seeds many many people but to your seed meaning one person who is the christ how do we then come in as people who share in the inheritance with christ jesus the bible says to us in john chapter one 
verse 12 and 13 says as many who receive him and to those who believed in his name he gave the right to become children of god children not born of natural descent nor of human decision or a husband's will but born of god in the covenant with abraham which matthew mentions all of us who come to believe in jesus christ we also share in that covenant so this visitor who is jesus christ in him all the covenants made to abraham find their fulfillment and therefore we who also believe in jesus christ have access to the covenant promises it means therefore that at christmas we ought to remember that we are covenant people and our god is faithful for as long as we are faithful to him and for as long as we believe in him we have the right to enter and share in all the promises what are the promises god has made to you my friend no matter how many the promises the bible says in second corinthians chapter 1 verse 20 that no matter how many promises god has made they are yes in christ jesus and so through him the amen is spoken by us to the glory of god this should be comforting at this time of the year to remember that because of the fulfillment of the covenant that god had with abraham in christ jesus when you come to this christ jesus no matter what promises god has made to you they are yea and they are amen your uncle will break his promise the pastor will break his promise the priest the government whoever your parents they will break their promises because we are just human many times men will want to fulfill their promise but they are not able what if they are no longer there what if they got sick what if what they promise you themselves they don't have it but god says no matter what he promised you all the promises they are here and they are amen in the covenant is it long life is it health is it peace is it prosperity what do you want is it friends is it peace of mind is it joy in fact the bible says the kingdom of god according to romans chapter 14 the kingdom of god is righteousness is peace is joy in the holy ghost joy is part of the covenant promise as a matter of fact the bible says when jesus was born the magi who went to visit him said on coming to the house where mary wrapped him and placed him in the manger the bible says when they saw the star that led them to where jesus was they were overjoyed the appearance of jesus brought joy in matthew chapter 2 and verse 10 and in luke the bible says when the angel appeared to the shepherds he said to them do not be afraid i bring you good news that will bring great joy for all people the birth of jesus is to bring great joy this message continues in the next broadcast
God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.